0: Press A button to activate spirit gloss mode.
1: We are two best friends who happen to be psychic mediums.
0: We do readings, we teach, we mentor, and we love to laugh.
1: Yeah, and you know what? We love to cry too, because we're heartstring pulling mother truckers.
0: Oh, ooh. Warning, this is rated E for explicit. So if you don't like the word fuck, you should probably turn your ass around.
1: Turn it around. Don't look back. Run. But if you're sticking around, it's time for another episode of I'm a Medium. Ask me how. <laughs> Dana <laughs> Willie.
0: Matthew Tell. <laughs>
1: The struggle bus is real today, Dana Willie. The struggle bus is real. Well,
0: everybody, get in to the mediumship struggle bus because we we're taking you on a ride. No, it's say it. we're having fun. We're having fun here at Matt and Dana Inc., and we can't wait to to have you along for the ride.
1: You know the the great Chris Rock once said, "Can you understand the words that coming out of my mouth?" <laughs> No, not today. No,
0: have we have we pressed record multiple times and restarted this? Maybe, maybe, and it's okay. It's okay. It's where
1: we live. This is live. this
0: is where we live. But we have wanted to make a another episode that kind of fed off of is this medium the right fit? We made an episode a while back. We'll mm-hmm. put the link in the show notes because you really should listen to that one first. Yeah, but it's really an episode about red flags, green flags. How do I find the medium that's right for me? Lots of tips and tricks to like find the right medium. But we kind of said, how do we handle it? Or what should you know when you go and finally have that mediumship reading? What do you need to know as the person receiving a mediumship reading what do you need to know as you when you walk into that mediumship reading? And how mm-hmm. do you enter into that space? So this episode is for that. So prequel is that episode. But this is what you need to know as you step into getting that mediumship reading for yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, first, you need to understand that you're called a sitter mm-hmm. in the mediumship terminology. You're called for a person who is sitting for a medium. Uh, so I want to get that out of the way because a lot of times we might call you the sitter and you'd be like, what's that? I'm like, you're the sitter. You're, you're sitting for the medium to receive a rating. But first step we need to understand is what is your why of wanting a mediumship reading? Like You've obviously taken the time to research your medium, to go click that book, but understanding your why of why you're doing it, is essential in going to a mediumship reading. Do you agree, Dana?
0: Absolutely. I mean, obviously, you're, you you spent a lot of time researching, mm-hmm. and if you're paying for a reading, there's money involved. So you've put money down. So why have you gone through all of this to get a mediumship reading? Because first off, I just wanted I just want to establish this: you never need a mediumship reading because your loved ones are always around you. Um, you can talk to your loved one at any time. And, mm-hmm. you know, but what we do as mediums is provide validation that your loved ones are indeed around you and provide that reconnection, if you will, or that connection of validation of connection. That's, that's the job of the medium. So understanding that, what are you looking for in doing that? Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have to also understand that mediumship is not a replacement for therapy is not a replacement for grief uh it's not going to bypass anything um sometimes it can even reawaken some things um as part of our grief process but what i will say and what is so beautiful about it is it can be a beautifully healing thing that can happen there's can be beautiful healing that can happen in a mediumship reading but just be aware, like what, what's bringing you to book a mediumship reading?
1: Yeah, and, and it, it can change. It can change as you get closer to the date of your uh, your reading. I want you to release any expectation of the way that the reading should go and write a letter to your loved one a couple days or a week before and say everything that you want to say. Maybe hold a picture of them while you're doing it but hold some space for your relationship and love of the person that you're hoping to hear from I usually tell people, tell them what date and time that you're going to be there. They are intelligent. Just because they don't have a body doesn't mean they don't listen. And so what a mediumship reading really is, it's the basically proof that I have your loved one with me. And it's not so much more of a one sided conversation anymore that it's more interactive at that point. Right. So you can have that conversation like Dana Willie said, but just know that it's one sided. It really is. But the medium is just there to Fill in the gaps and the blanks from the other side because a medium's priority is you, but a majority of their priority during that reading is going to be the interacting with your loved one on the other side and then holding space for the yes, knows, or I don't knows, which we're going to get to. But understanding, speak to them, let it go of the expectation of them showing up and then or how this reading is going to go.
0: Yes, I love That's that huge. you said that because, again, that is something that you can do. Whether or not you're going to get a mediumship reading or not, having those moments of like reconnecting with your loved one by looking at a picture. Maybe you have an old cell phone video of them, or um, maybe you can play a favorite song um, that really reminds you of them. Maybe there's a favorite recipe or favorite meal that you guys used to always like to eat together. And talking out loud to them, writing them a letter, that's a beautiful way of paying honor to them or going to um, maybe a favorite place that you'd like to go or going to the place of their burial, whatever resonates for you of of having a place in a space where you are talking to them and connecting to them. Because that really is like, it's setting the space right for <laughs> you of like where you want to go. Um, so I love, love, love that. Um, but understanding too that there's never, never going to be a guarantee, you know, of who's going to yeah. come from, come forward. And we'll get to that in a second. But um, at the very least, you're, you're building that connection. And, and notice too when you're doing that of, of looking at their picture, if you feel something from them. You know, we often talk about with mediumship, the number one way that your loved one connects with us is through feeling. And that's how they're Mm -hmm. gonna connect with you. So if you feel a little slight touch or goosebumps while you're doing this, or you feel overwhelming love, that's your loved one connecting with you in those moments of you writing that letter or looking at their picture. And if you don't get any of that, that's fine too. Um, But just be aware that that is ways that you can connect with them as well. So, because we also hope as mediums um, that you leave our space after the mediumship reading, feeling better connected to your loved ones and knowing that they are definitely around you and just ways that you can connect better to them so but that kind of leads us into when you they have their mediumship reading because i was kind of talking about you know there's never a guarantee of that their loved one is going to step forward because every medium works differently um so some mediums are going to work where they are only going to work spirit-led Um, Whereas others will allow you to ask for a direct connection. So what is spirit led to you, Matt?
1: So spirit led is anyone's going to show up. Um, I, I know that me and you both agree that for every person that's on this planet, there's like three loved ones that are connected to them. So like anybody could show up that you knew, right, or that has a message for you. Uh, and so spirit led is just feeling into the energy that we feel in the spirit world. When Dana, the sitter is sitting here, I'm going to feel in the energy and I'm just going to let the energy speak for itself, show up, present itself as who they are are, uh, are on the other side. And Dana will claim them. So that is basically spirit led. I'm letting spirit guide who's going to show up first. And then we have going direct.
0: Yes. And going direct. And this is. This is one of those red flags like we we kind of touched on this in the previous episode but really like when matt and i do this we only want a relationship we don't want a name we only no. want a relationship so, and i'm not going to shame any mediums that ask for a name but if they ask for a name they don't get a relationship conversely if somebody asks for a relationship they don't get a name you get one or the other as the medium but it's really just to kind of hone in, in a connection with somebody. Um, so it's bringing forward a specific uh, relationship or person. So, like I said, you get one, you only get one or the other with um, a medium. You don't give them any anything beyond that. Um, for Matt and I, I will speak to how Matt and I personally work. Um, we, we give you the option and moving in with us with a reading. Um, would you like to go spirit led? or would you like to go uh, with giving us a relationship? Some mediums will only go spirit-led. Some mediums only wanna go with relationship. Matt and I will work flexibly with what you would like to go with, but that's a question that you wanna ask your medium before booking with them. What is your policy? What would you like to go? That being said, even if your medium is comfortable working with a relationship or a name, there is no guarantee that they're going to bring your loved one forward. And I need to make this perfectly clear. Mediumship is not a game of heavenly telephone. Mm -hmm. It's not 1-800-DIAL-A-HEAVEN. What you want to be aware of is sometimes, though, doesn't mean just because the first spirit that comes forward isn't the loved one you really wanted to hear from doesn't mean that your loved one isn't going to come forward very often you may say i want to hear from my dad and i might be going okay let's see if dad steps forward but for right now i have an older female stepping forward that i need to pay attention to first a lot of times there will be a loved one that steps forward that almost opens the door for the loved one that you want to come through so even in a spirit-led reading or even in a direct reading your loved one may not be the first one to walk through the door so just be aware that sometimes somebody else has to open the door for them or there might be a few that come in before the loved one that you really want to come through
1: Mm-hmm. Real, and and I'm going to loop back into something while we're on this like uh, heavenly telephone is that don't have an expectation of what they should say. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're really here, you need to say X, Y, and Z or you need to say the secret code word because really you're missing the point of why you got their reading in the first place because they have a very limited amount of time to speak in a short window. So we as a spirit spirit, uh, spirit led mediums essentially that let the spirit talk uh they will say what the most important thing and the reason why that they're there that day Mm -hmm. okay so we can't force a message that's not there and what also happens too is like a lot of the times in my readings i've had people go well can you tell them where the money is in the safe I can ask that question, but as a medium, I need to release the expectation that that question will get answered because if I'm focusing and putting an expectation on that answer, my brain is going to want to answer it and not the spirit world. So what I'd also suggest is in those moments, be okay with what happens, be okay with what's said, ask any questions in your head. Essentially, that you can possibly uh, want to get the answer from and release expectation of getting that answer. And a lot of the times when my sitters do that, spirit will answer mm-hmm. and they'll answer it, but the medium will have no idea what you're talking about. And an example of this is I had a reading I'll never forget this and I really want to, I don't really talk about readings, but this example is an example of spirit being intelligent that the sitter sat there and said, if you're really here, say the color yellow. During the reading and two seconds later, I was like, I'm seeing a yellow flashing light on a on a stoplight, but I'm also seeing a yellow school bus. Do you understand why? And the person was like, I just said, if you're here, say yellow. Mm -hmm. So they're intelligent. And they can hear your thoughts just as much as you think that they can't. So hold space. It isn't a game of testing your medium. But if there's questions, just be like, hey, yo, say this if you're here. And I'm just okay if you don't say it. But just watch the magic of the spirit world unfold itself. It will happen. Going in also relaxed. Be relaxed. Don't go in there with such tension because you play an integral role just as much as the medium does in the reading. So if you go in with expectation, if you go in with disappointment uh, that they might not show up or feeling defeated, you're already automatically sucking the energy in the room, right? You play a very intricate role and be okay with whatever happens in the reading.
0: Absolutely. Going back to that questions, or if you have questions, that's why that letter or writing a letter or talking to Mm -hmm. your loved one prior to the reading, even starting is gold you can put Mm -hmm. all of that out there in that before even starting the reading. Um, and it's just a way of like starting to like, why did you book this? What are you hoping to, to learn? What would you like to hear from your loved one? And then release it after Mm -hmm. you've put that out there, like you said, release, release it and, and just see what comes forward. Um, and kind of circling back on being okay with whoever shows up we kind of uh say this a lot but it may not be the reading you wanted but it's the reading you needed sometimes the loved ones that step forward may not be people that you expected to step forward for you but they are there for important reasons um sometimes and i don't want to scare anybody or or shy anybody away from getting a mediumship reading but sometimes it may be somebody that you had difficulty with in in this human life, mm-hmm. um, and you will a good medium will never force you to speak to anybody that you don't want to speak to. Okay, but if they're coming forward in a mediumship reading, it is an opportunity to heal that because typically they are coming forward with apology or a reason to heal that, or maybe let's say if you had a fight with this person maybe there's something similar to that situation going on in your life right now that they're bringing attention to like hey this was something that you had an issue with me but you're going through this again in your life and there's a reason that i'm coming up to kind of highlight this so Mm -hmm. be open to why somebody that you had difficulty with when they were alive is coming forward again you're never forced to have interaction or deal with anybody um, that you don't want to. And I know where you're about to go with this and I'll let you take it from here because I know where you're going to go with this.
1: Mm-hmm. Use that moment. If they show up and the medium's providing enough evidence in that moment to prove that they have the person you don't want to talk to, you have an option right there. And you can take either not saying anything on and moving on. But if you know that you don't like somebody and they showed up for you and you can shut it down and say, I don't want to, to converse with this person but I know you have them take that moment and use it as a cathartic moment too if you feel comfortable with it to be like I'm going to say everything I, I'm going to I'm going to pause you Dana you're my medium I don't want to hear from this person but do you mind me just saying everything that I'm feeling to get out of my system because guess what they can't talk back mm-hmm. so you can say you hurt me I don't ever want to speak to you again please leave me alone This is not where I want it. And you can use that moment to have a cathartic moment to just bury it and move on because maybe that's the moment that you needed in that that reading for them to come forward so you can let go because the spirit world can hear you and the medium can stop the two-way conversation so it is you getting the last word.
0: Yep. So allow it to be what it is. And again, know Mm -hmm. that like you're never going to be forced to like have communication or whatever but yeah. but utilize it like there's knowing that the spirit world is intelligent utilize it for why that's coming up know that like the medium is pulling this forward because the spirit world is saying there's something to be paying attention to here there's yeah. there's a hurt and if you're still triggered or hurt by it you're holding on to something that possibly you could be releasing cuz tears happen in mediumship reading Healing happens in mediumship readings. Release, release happens in mediumship readings. And sometimes releasing things can be difficult and letting go and moving on from things that hurt us can be difficult, but that's healing. That's what healing Mm -hmm. looks like. So allow yourself that opportunity. If something like that should happen in a mediumship reading, it can actually be quite beautiful when when it's allowed to happen.
1: I wanna advocate for this as well. Um, and I understand I'm going to hold space for grief and trauma and abuse and all those bad things that happen, like essay and all that stuff. I understand. okay? But we also need to take into consideration that this is it's over and it's done. And the worst thing to them is already happened. They are no longer here to bother you or affect you. But we also learn on the other side, empathy of how we affect others. So if I was a bad person in life, I'm not a bad person in death. My soul is at this point where we've released the ego and the human need to survive and the reactions and the anger. And because really anger comes from a need to survive, right? Victimization and all that fun stuff. That's gone and they felt and they understand why you feel the way you feel and they also hold space for your feelings and they take credit a lot of the beautiful healing that has come from people that haven't wanted to talk to that person has been like validating your feelings it isn't even so much the apology it's being like yeah i did that that was really shitty i'm really sorry that i did that to you i had no right to do that i'm gonna hold space for that so that's a lot of the beautiful messages that have came through so be open-minded to it, but it is your comfort level. It is your reading. Don't let the medium force you into speaking to that person if you do not want to. Yep. So it's all up to you.
0: Yep. You are driving the bus. You are mm-hmm. driving the bus. So kind of get lightening things up a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a lot that happens. And we've kind of, well, before we lighten things up a, l- a little bit, because we've talked a lot about the healing and there's a lot going mm-hmm. on and and you're connecting with a loved one, hopefully, and all of this. There's a lot going on, and there's a short amount of space that this all happens in. So holding, you're going to want to kind of decompress from this. So taking notes and hopefully having this recorded by the medium or asking the medium, if the medium is unable to record this for you, you can always ask, this is very key, ask the medium if you can record it. So if you mm-hmm. have a voice memo app or something like that, but we always ask for permission. The, the medium should always ask you for permission to record if they're going to record. And you should always ask permission to record the medium um, if you would like to record a reading. But if either way you're unable, they're unable to record or they, or they don't give you permission to record, make sure you're taking notes. There are things that may be a no in the space of the reading. That will make sense later. So write things down.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of going into seven. Uh, my, my number seven of uh, of our reading, if I was to count, that spirit is intelligent. And if the no's are usually like what spirit will do sometimes is they'll be like, Dana, you're my sitter. Okay. Hey, they're mentioning your mom. Do you understand mom connected to this person? You're like, yes. Yes. And then what will happen is after I've had all these yeses and then I talk about mom, it'll shift to no's because it's not for you. Mm -hmm. And spirit knows sometimes because it's been recorded that you're going to end up having mom listen to it down the road. You'll notice that spirit will shift the conversation and speak directly to mom. Yep. Okay. So that's the reason why you want to take notes. If there's a no, hold space for it. But pay attention. Was it piggybacked off of a mention of another loved one? Because they like to be sneaky, Mm -hmm. little little sneaky sneaks, because they know it's a short window. They're going to want to say hi to a couple people while they're also there, while they have your attention, because they know that you're going to do something with it. So don't be surprised if it goes, yes, 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 no, 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 yes, 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 yes. And those little clump of no's are probably geared towards somebody else. So hold space for the no's. Take the notes, and then move on with them. Mm -hmm. But also with that comes a responsibility of holding grief of the other person's grief as well. So don't just run over to that loved one and go, do you want to hear something cool? Because maybe they're not ready to Mm -hmm. listen to your messages. Or it's happened where... Let's say Dina's uh, – Dina, you have an imaginary sister, okay? okay. You, the, your sister has lost their son, and their son comes to you in a meeting ship reading, and the sister's not ready to hear it. Respect that. Mm-hmm. But hold on to it, because there might be a day when sister would want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Don't force it on them, because spirit is very intelligent, and they'll understand that eventually – that Dana's sister might want to hear it. We can't force our beliefs in the mediumship onto anybody else because Dana's sister might also not believe in it.
0: I like that you mentioned that. That's It's just as, as we kind of spoke about at the beginning of this podcast about timing, when is the right time for you to be getting this reading, we mm-hmm. also have to respect that other family members, loved ones that may have, have a little message in your mediumship reading, you have to respect their timing and when it's when it's right for them. But a beautiful thing about a recording, it's it's there forever. You can tell them that there was something there. And with if and when and ever, it is there if they ever want to listen to it.
1: One thing I will say is if, let's say, you're having a mediumship reading over Zoom, okay? Save the recording to your computer. Mm-hmm. Some Zoom accounts only hold them for 30 days and mm-hmm. then they're gone forever. Mm-hmm. So save your recording. Save your recording. Absolutely. Save your recording. Email it to yourself, and then send it to yourself on another email account, and then save it to your computer again. <laughs>
0: yeah, because once it's gone, it's, it's gone.
1: gone. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and I we get plenty of emails like, "Do you still have it? No, we don't no. have it. Once it's. Mm-mm
1: i record off zoom yeah
0: so do i and once once it's off zoom's cloud it's off so
1: well not only that we have a limited amount on that zoom cloud mm-hmm. and so once it's full i've got to start taking off readings so i can get more readings on there so mm-hmm. i have to empty it so it's not a choice yeah and i don't save your readings onto my hard drive or that'd be real full really quick yeah
0: very much <laughs> So let's get to, because we've kind of touched on like, yes, no, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. this is really how, this is key, guys. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, we've we kind of told you in, um, is this medium the right fit of, some a red flag would be a medium that asks you for a bunch of information prior to booking. So mm-hmm. I just want to reiterate this. If you don't listen to that episode, If a medium is asking you for any information other than your name, your email address, and your phone number prior to a reading, that's a big red flag. You do not have to share who you're wanting to connect with. You do not have to share any information whatsoever. The less you tell your medium, the better. Let me repeat that. Don't tell your medium anything. Don't tell them anything. The most that you should, and you can make up fake names, you can do anything. But again, if it's, if you want to go direct, the most that you should be telling your medium is a relationship. And I always prefer, I always prefer a relationship over a name. That's just me. But if they ask for a name rather than a relationship, all they get is a name. If they ask for a relationship, all they get is a relationship. That's all they get. That's all they get.
1: You want to hear something funny? Sure. So after that mediumship uh, podcast came out as the medium right right fit for you, Mm -hmm. I said you can call yourself Pink Purple Elephant. Oh, no. It was Cookie
0: Monster. It was Cookie
1: Monster. No. I had somebody book with me Pink Purple Elephant from the podcast, and then somebody else uh, did Cookie Monster.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love (laughs) it. The power of our podcast. The power of the podcast. But honestly (laughs) – you can you can book with fake emails Mm -hmm. as long as you're getting because we we've got to have a zoom link we've Mm got to have a place to send your zoom link the only reason i ask for your phone number is because i can't tell you how many many of you send uh emails you like you mistype the email so it bounces back and i got to find a way to like contact you if that happens but honestly you can you can give like a fake name i don't care
1: Know the time zone you're in, please. And also <laughs> that's time zone. All... <laughs> also time zone. Yeah.
0: But, but honestly, we don't need any other, we don't need any information. The less mm-hmm. you give your medium, the better. And here's why. Here's why. We, we are human and we can get mm-hmm. in our mental mind very easily. And through development, we have trained very hard to get out of the way. To like not in- overly interpret anything that the spirit world is giving us. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you an example. I love using apple as an example, but sometimes if we see an apple, we're just supposed to give you an apple. And maybe we might feel lovingly towards this apple or something, whatever. But if you start giving me a bunch of information about, oh, they were a teacher and da da da, my mind is, even though I've trained, I'm going to go somewhere with that and it's hard for me to take all of the information that you've just given me about them being a teacher off the table Mm -hmm. and once you've mentioned it i can't talk about them being a teacher anymore so once you've said it i can't go and give you anything further on that because the spirit world may have already may have been trying to take me there but you gave me that information So and then if I do talk about it, you're going to say, well, I did tell her it was a teacher. So, mm, you know, so take the take it off the table. Don't I don't want you walking away from any mediumship reading going, but they probably could have figured that out from the information that I gave them. If you say yes, no, or I don't know, there's no way that you can walk away from a mediumship reading where all you said was yes, yes, yes. Oh, they guessed that. They guessed that. You can't cold mm-hmm. read off of a yes, no, I don't know. So when they're giving information, do you understand that? Yes. Do you understand that? No. If you need more information, I'm not sure. I don't know. I need more information. Those are all okay to say.
1: Mm-hmm. And the medium should admit when they know something. Mm-hmm. So don't worry if you slip up once, mm-hmm. right? And you're like a school teacher. Great, hey, I already know that you told me you're the school teacher, but I'm also feeling this. A medium should be able to bypass it, Uh, but just don't give too much, don't give too much, because then if the medium has to say, well, you've given me this, you've already revealed too much. We want the reading on the up and up, without a shadow of a doubt that it can't be poked holes through, that validity that we have your loved ones. So please, we know it's exciting. Here's the deal too. We know it's exciting to talk about our loved ones. We'll hold space for that at the appropriate time. If you have one slip up, that's okay, but you should not be saying anything more than yes, no, or I don't know. Please, 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 I'm begging you for the validity and the integrity of the medium, you are not helping as much as you think you are. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hold space to talk about your loved one after the reading.
0: Yeah. And and a good medium will do that. We'll hold a little space. and And really, the validation is for you. We don't... Mm-hmm. A good medium doesn't need you to validate how the information hit because it's not for us. But if there's points of like, oh, well, and you want to talk about your loved one afterwards, and if there's time and space to do that you know, I always hold space for that at the end. Or, um, if you want to have any questions that you want to ask afterwards, you know, I, I, I try to hold space, um, in your reading for that, but I really want to give you your full time of connection. I don't want, I don't, I want to give you as much reading time and connection as I can. I don't want to spend Mm -hmm. a bunch of time of you telling me how the evidence fit. I don't, that's not for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the way i look at it is that you already know the answers to the test and like you telling me the validation of how why it came up is really just for the validation for me that I am the medium that I claim I be, you know what I mean? So like, I'm the type of medium that doesn't need that space for validation, but I'll hold space for you to talk about your loved one, but it doesn't need to be around the evidence that I brought forward. So I want it to be about the love between you and your loved one. And I'm the telephone. It's almost like, and this is in my, in my head of like how I feel about it is that the telephone, you don't up with your grandma afterwards and then st- talk to the telephone about how beautiful your grandma is so the conversation you had do you know what i mean so i'm just the telephone i'm just the the receptacle of spirit to give to you um so find out if your medium likes that or not you know what i mean um because i know i don't need the validation but some mediums actually enjoy that so you can ask that question as well
0: yep absolutely so
1: mm-hmm.
0: just stick to that that's that's really going to help you so Matt let's talk about a little bit like we've talked on on a beautiful note of everything's going well in the reading there's been mm-hmm. a lot of yeses there's been a connection it's been wonderful but what do we do if we're not feeling a connection with our medium or they're not making the connection with a loved one and it's just been no 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 or there's been 50 percent and we're not feeling sure we're not feeling great vibes what do we do? And I always say to people, be an advocate for yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to be an advocate for yourself. Hopefully again, you've listened to the previous episode where we, where we encourage you to ask the medium, what is your policy? If you're not making a connection, a good medium, again, is going to have a policy of refer, refund, reschedule, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so hopefully you you're already there but if you're halfway into the mediumship reading and it's just not hitting advocate for yourself i'm really big on like think about this at at, as being at a restaurant you're not going to wait until you've eaten your complete plate of food and have your check in front of you and the waiter comes to you and says you know pay for your meal for you to complain about the meal You're going to sit down and start taking a few bites of your food before you, and then you complain. You don't eat your whole plate of food before you complain. So we can't fix what we don't know. Um, A good medium should be waving the red flag or the white flag well before that, before you even say something and saying, I'm not feeling like we're connected. Can I? I think we should reschedule, blah, 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 blah. We should be saying that well before you do. But it is also your job to advocate for yourself. If we're not doing the job that you paid for us to do, don't wait until the end of the meal to say, I'm unhappy with what you gave. Stop it as soon as you feel like, even if it's five minutes in, like I'm not feeling the vibes between us. I'm sorry. I would like a refund.
1: Is I love that. I love advocating for yourself. But here's a do- here's the deal too. I forgot to mention this. Is Yes, you can advocate for yourself, but you also need to be respectful of the medium. If you book the reading for yourself, it is really unprofessional for us to see a group of people sitting behind you. The medium should mm. also understand that if you're bringing other people to the reading, that is something that we should be prepared for. Because if you booked a solo reading, some mediums actually charge more for people to be a participant in the reading so you can advocate that you feel comfortable having these people but you also need to respect if the medium's like you need an additional charge for this also be prepared that the more people you bring the less opportunity you might get the reading and it might shift to your grandma who's sitting right next to you the entire time and so you can't advocate for yourself if you said it's going to be me showing up and grandma's here, and grandma gets the reading.
0: I'm so glad you mentioned that, because we that's something we have not touched on, because that happens mm-hmm. a lot. That happens yeah. a lot where either people are not in... I'm so glad you talked about that, because if, if they're not sitting in the room right next to them or behind them, they're walking they'll around off camera. off-camera, and they'll be like, did that happen to Grandma Susie? And you're like, whoa, wait, is there somebody else in the room? So being in full disclosure with your medium of who's in the room, because we sometimes will be picking up on somebody else in the room and you're saying no, 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 no. If there's somebody else's energy in the room, we're also picking up on their loved ones.
1: Mm -hmm. Also going back to the advocate, since we're on this topic is spirit is intelligent. So we had a situation in our readings, we did a dual reading one day where One sister was there, but the other sister couldn't make it. And we couldn't get the connection. We were like, yeah, I'm feeling this. And then we rescheduled. The sister showed up. Spirit loved one showed up. Beautiful reading for both of them. So understand that like, if you did schedule and you, you agreed with the medium that one person can't show up, ask them to just reschedule with you. Save, your, save yourself that comfort because we could tell that this person wanted their sibling there with them mm-hmm. and they just couldn't make it. It's okay to reschedule stuff if the medium says that, but be respectful of the mediums like I can't reschedule you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? There needs to be a balance, but you should get a refund at that point. If you know your sibling can't show up. And you're more comfortable with your sibling being there or grandma or grandpa, just ask for the refund and then rebook at another date. Yeah. To save your, save yourself the comfort. Because, like I said earlier, tension kinks mediumship. And if you're extremely intense and uncomfortable, it is not going to be a very fun reading for yourself. Yeah. If any connection happens at all.
0: Yeah. And a good medium will, will work through you. We, yeah. we want you to have the reading you deserve. We want not you to the, have uh, this amazing experience. And if you're not in a in the right space, we want to work with you to have the opportunity and the reading that you that you want to have. And you know, we've got to show up and do the job that we're supposed to be doing. And if we're not connecting on that day, if we're not bringing the right vibe, if it's just not the, the right thing We've got to work it through it, but we can't fix what we don't know. And if you've already eaten the meal, there's no opportunity for us to fix.
1: Yeah. And just like any other profession, it's okay to write them a review. Mm-hmm. So if you had an amazing reading without solicited, like, because I mean, we we care about you very much. And so we don't want to be the last thing of being like, can you write me a review? Take the time as a thank you to just write them a review mm-hmm. and just email it to them of how they've affected you, whether it's good or bad. Because sometimes, if we as mediums hear that you didn't enjoy your reading, tell us why you didn't enjoy your reading, because that helps us want to improve, or a great medium want to improve for the furtherment of anybody else but the medium should kind of have an understanding of how the mediumship reading went but just write them a review as an, as a thank you for connecting you to their loved one because that's just you know you don't have to tip okay and tips are not mandatory so if any medium tells you hey, you've already paid a baseline of x amount of dollars for this half an hour reading you don't have to tip but if you feel drawn to it's okay like Understand that this is also a great way to say thank you, but it's not mandatory. So don't let anybody corner you into thinking that you need to give them any more money beyond it. That's out of the kindness of your heart. If you had a really great, exceptional reading, that's a that's a nice thing to do, but it's not mandatory. But you know what would help even more than that is a review that they can leave on their website.
0: A review that the best way that you can thank your reader if you had a phenomenal reading is just like you said, a review that they can leave on their website, um, Mm -hmm. word of mouth, tell your friends, refer them out, like Mm -hmm. referrals. We appreciate so, so, so very much. And, and honestly, those kind words, like I treasure the emails that I get after a reading of, of how much, um, I, you know, what, what I did meant, meant to them. Um, you know, mm-hmm. gosh, sometimes they post, um, on social media of like, I just had the most amazing reading, blah, 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 blah. That really means a lot to us. That's, that's more treasure than money or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. but I think that that was a, that's a good thing to bring up too. Cause people are like, you know, it's always like the question of like, how much do you tip? You know, you're, we're not a food service provider. Mm-mm, we're not, mm-mm. we're not doing your nails or your hair. Um, some, some people tip, some people don't, it doesn't matter. I don't expect it. Um, don't and it's either. not an expectation. Um, but, you know, it's something that's there. If, if you, if you want to go above and beyond. It,
1: it's sweet if you do that, but it's not mandatory. So don't let anybody let you feel like it is. No, not at all. Well, there's one thing I want to add to this Dana. Will mm-hmm. we... Take some time after the reading to re-listen to what the reading like I see a lot of people that will listen to the reading over and over and over and over and over again. The purpose of a mediumship reading is just to prove the continuation of life after death and have that love connection, right. But don't become dependent on on automatically running home. Take some time to live a little. Mm-hmm. Bask in that beautiful feeling that you just connected with your loved one. Mm-hmm. and then those nos hold space for it, but I always like to give a good rule of thumb is like take a week like, Take a week and then go and listen to it again because it might make sense. But it's going to give your brain that seven day window to process those no's of being like, oh, because you might end up being on a treadmill four days later. And what you thought was a gnome end up being like, oh, oh, I see what they're talking about. Oh, okay, got it. Mm -hmm. That makes total sense to that next no. (laughs) because I wasn't there but it's giving your brain a time to process something really beautiful Mm -hmm. so don't rush home and listen to it again
0: take some time I love Mm -hmm. that I and that kind of leads into like how often should I get a mediumship reading you you really never again I want to circle back to the first thing that I said at the beginning of this episode is Nobody ever is required to get a a mediumship reading because your Mm -hmm. loved ones are always around you. They never leave your side. I always discourage um, people from getting a ton of mediumship readings. And the the reason is this, is they can become addictive. And we Mm -hmm. have to ask like, what itch is it scratching that we keep on going for these? What high are we chasing with these mediumship readings they're really cool they're really awesome but we want to be aware if we're chasing after if we're getting a bunch of them if we keep going back and back and back and back right so understand that like at least space them out six months to a year at least um i you know if you want to go get a you know let's say you see matt and you're able he's able to connect with your dad Um, And then you have a best friend pass and you want to get a a mediumship reading to connect with your best friend with Matt. That's different, right? Because it's a different spirit. But we don't want to keep connecting with dad, keep connecting with dad, keep connecting with dad, right? If you feel the need to keep connecting with the same spirit over and over and over and over and over again in short amounts of distance, we got to go to
1: therapy. There's bigger problems. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add in caveat to that. Mediums are not baseball cards. You don't need to collect them all. We're not Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of people that I see, uh, from, especially from TikTok, I, will go to every single medium to get a mediumship reading. If you did not get what you wanted to hear from one, give it some time. Do a little self-work. Do a little therapy. But we're not. I'm not a Pokemon. I'm not a Matatu like you don't need to collect me and it's almost and and as the medium I can tell you sometimes it's insulting Mm -hmm. because it's like I didn't do a good enough job that you needed to go to somebody else immediately after and then somebody else immediately after and somebody else immediately after and it can get the mediums into their head so if we ask have you had a mediumship reading before just say yes Just say yes. Don't tell us who you've had the readings from. It does not help us at all. But we just want you to understand what's going to happen during the reading. I don't need to know that you're, I'm mad at you, 436 of your mediumship checklist. It's just, it can be almost degrading for us. So it also shines a light that there's a bigger problem for you. Mm -hmm. And that there might be psychic addiction. And don't be surprised if you're like, I get all this mediums on TikTok that they stop the reading and refund you and tell you have a great day. Because at that point we could be enabling poor behavior and addiction.
0: Yeah. And we, we want what, what I'm, what I always sit with is let's let's sit with why you feel you need to come. You need to keep Mm -hmm. going and getting these readings. What, what are you, what itch isn't being scratched? What are you looking to fulfill? by getting these ratings that hasn't been fulfilled just yet. Because we're never going to bring them back.
1: Correct. It is not a replacement to bring your loved one back. Right? And and also holding space for if that loved one didn't show up, I want you to sit and think about it for a second. Just one second and something to consider. And this isn't an excuse of why the medium couldn't connect. Were they the type of person to say everything in life and not hold back about anything and said everything in life? Those are usually the ones where they'll come in and they'll pop in and be like, hey, hi, and then just leave, right? Mm -hmm. So don't look and dig for a reason of why they didn't say X, Y, and Z and bring up your wedding and all that stuff. They were there and present, but they're going to bring through like, hey, I saw your wedding. It was gorgeous. Love you. Bye. Right, mm-hmm. It's not going to be this drawn out thing because we can't bring them back. We can't bring them back. So if you feel a so, sort of completion with their life, I want you to just not hold on to that fact that you're going to speak to them every single time that you're going to have it. Um, the only time I've seen this kind of happen is usually with developing mediums. They'll come in and your loved one will be a resident body to be like, no, nah, I'm here for the other person to learn. Mm -hmm. okay and so that will happen a lot in the development circle also don't use development circles to go to readings if you're not a developing medium yeah because that will happen where they'll shift away from the tiktok mediums and they go to development circles and try to get free readings for everybody else that is a purpose of learning Mm -hmm. so i want to hold space for that as well that is not a private reading
0: yeah
1: one and done's dana they're one and done's I, I just need to say the last one and then we'll wrap this podcast up that the reading should be complete. You have your recording, it's phenomenal. You had this great reading. It is a one and done service. The medium shouldn't say come see me next week for a second sitting or to unstick your loved one. It is a one and done service. Just leave it at that and move forward and go from there. Uh, But that's the only thing I want to end that uh, segment with. But we are really excited for you to have that reading. And hopefully this podcast taught you a little bit about the etiquette of a sitter, (laughs) or the etiquette of you getting your reading and how to act. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to show emotion. And we love that. And that's the most healing part of the reading for you.
0: This is for you. So remember, mm-hmm. and I can't say, I'm going to say it again, advocate for you. Yes. This service is for you. Your loved one is always okay. This is for your healing and for your growth so hopefully you've done your due diligence and finding the right medium for you now that you're in the space of getting your mediumship reading be an advocate for you take deep breaths take care of yourself the day of the reading take light you know take be present in the moment and then do a lot of good aftercare you're probably going to be emotional You're probably going to need to maybe have a nice meal, you know, eat some grounding food and again, sit with some pictures, sit with some memories, tell some funny stories about your loved one and celebrate their life and the love that you had with this person. And that's at the end of the day, what we do in mediumship is honor, their life in your love that you ha- that you guys shared together so with that matthew i think we got it and I think we nailed it yeah we love you guys thank you f- so much for supporting us and listening and do something nice for yourself
1: yeah we love you all you're in our hearts you are the light of a hundred thousand barking boxers Goodbye, everybody Bye. Bye.